This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. lyrics the revolution is here we need to get it together get it together now what is the name of this group again lewis thunderclap thunderclap i know you played strawberry fields about 20 minutes ago i forgot to mention i was so impressed with mark levin's commentary last night that today happens to be the birthday of the late great john lennon who of course we know was murdered back in 1980 outside the dakota building during a Monday night football game between the Dolphins and the Patriots, and Howard Cosell told the world all about it. Talking about murder, we're going to go live now to Jerusalem. This uh, gentleman was on with Noam Layden earlier this morning, and I have to tell you, it was it was a great conversation. His name is Alex Trayman. He's the CEO and Jerusalem bureau chief of the Jewish News Syndicate. He's an award-winning documentary filmmaker, Israeli political commentator, and syndicated columnist. And again, he's live in Jerusalem right now. Alex, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning. We're doing okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I I did just see on television there were reports that uh, just moments ago, moments ago, there was new rockets being launched into Israel. Are you aware of that? Are there any sirens going off? Do you have any idea what's going on in terms of that? Yeah, within the last hour, there were several rockets fired at Jerusalem. Uh, Residents here were forced to go into uh, shelters when they heard the air raid sirens, and then we heard explosions overhead. Uh, But it's not just Jerusalem. As we speak, rockets are being fired and have been fired almost nonstop for the past uh, 48 hours plus uh, into Israeli population centers all over the country. You know, I remember after 9-11, and a lot of folks are making the very fair comparison that October 7th will always be Israel's 9-11. Now, remember, Alex, after 9-11, we didn't know if and when it was going to stop. You know, we really thought that this could go on for days and weeks and months. And I guess you guys are in that situation right now. This started Saturday. This is Monday. And you're still getting rocket fire. Do, Do you folks have any idea when this is going to stop? 
Well, first of all, we've been dealing with this for several years. This is an ongoing uh, cycle of escalations. Uh, but in terms of the, the most current round of fighting, we, we haven't even begun to see uh, the full force of the Israeli retaliation yet. Uh, there have been airstrikes uh, overnight, uh, and, but the first fighting in the initial 48 hours was really to secure the south of the country, which was uh, overrun with hundreds of terrorists. And, and like you mentioned, uh, a 9-11 type um, type of uh, scenario here, we had over a thousand people killed. Uh, we've had thousands injured, uh, well over 2,000 uh, injured, some seriously, some moderately, and, and also over 100 kidnapped and taken back into the Gaza Strip as hostages. Uh, so I have a feeling that this is going to uh, be continuing this cycle for, for many days at the very least, uh, if not weeks. And, and there's definitely the threat that the violence uh, between Israel and Gaza could overflow uh, into Judea and Samaria, commonly known as the West Bank, also into Israeli cities where you have uh, massive populations of Arab Israeli citizens, uh, and and even more uh, dangerously potentially uh, into Israel's north, where you have Hezbollah, which is pointing over 150,000 rockets and missiles at Israel. Many of those missiles are much more sophisticated than the ones that the Hamas has in Gaza, many of them long-range, precision-guided, and can deliver much, much more serious payloads. Uh, so the threats are, are great, and we really don't know when and how this is going to end. My God. Alex Trayman, he's in Jerusalem right now as we speak. And, you know, you talk about the hostages in Gaza. And uh, this is part of what is, is certainly a well-planned attack and smarter than just a couple of ragtag Hamas lowlives going into Israel. Clearly, this is months and months of preparation. But because those innocent civilians are in Gaza, and I know how much the Israeli government and the Israeli people, the Israeli people cherish their own citizens, the Israelis just can't go into Gaza and start bombing right away because they have no idea where these folks are. Is that fair to assume? Uh, it's fair to assume. It's also fair to assume that wherever they are taken is uh, severely booby-trapped. And uh, because it's been now 48 hours, you can you can bet that Hamas is waiting for Israeli troops to come in. And this is par perhaps part of the hesitation. We haven't seen the official launch of a ground invasion. Uh, Israel wants to make sure that its battle plans are set, uh, that all of its uh, forces uh, have its have their missions, and we have to see whether Israel will be content to, to bomb from the air and use diplomatic channels to try to negotiate some kind of a prisoner swap, perhaps, uh, or if Israel is going to have to go in by force and try to rescue uh, some of these hostages, as they did in 1976 with the famous raid on the Ugandan airport in Entebbe. You know, Israel prides themselves, and deservedly so, on their unbelievable intelligence, everybody knows, even the United States, we rely on you guys for a lot of our intelligence. For years, Israel has been the best in the world. And to think that what happened on Saturday could ever happen in Israel, for a guy like me back in Brooklyn, Queens, is, is mind-boggling. I don't know exactly what Hamas did. I know they had help, obviously. The Iranians certainly helped them in Hezbollah and Lebanon, they're helping them out. They've got a lot of folks around the world that are helping them. But I heard all of the theories and possibilities that Hamas used on Saturday morning to get into Israel. 
And I know it was 6 a.m., it was a holiday, all those things were at play. But can you explain, Alex, some of the theories that are out there that enabled this most improbable security breach to happen, which may take years to unravel? Yeah, as you mentioned, this is really one of the most horrific intelligence and security failures uh, in the state of Israel's history and the worst since the attack on Israel in the Yom Kippur War 50 years ago. Um, it, on the one hand, how could Israel not have known that Hamas was planning this attack? This obviously took months, if not uh, up to a year of planning, uh, and, and Israel prides itself on its surveillance of Hamas terrorists. Uh, but this border is really one of the most secure borders in the world and one of the most surveilled borders in the world. And for Hamas to be able to take out uh, Israeli surveillance towers with, with drones, then to fly uh, paragliders over the border with terrorists, uh, and then to have the fence breached in as many as 15 different locations by explosives and tractors uh, simultaneously is is a failure of monumental proportions. But worse than that, that the hundreds of terrorists that stormed into Israel were able to get as many as 15 miles uh, into Israel, into various Jewish communities, start shooting rampages and taking hostages, and then bringing those hostages back across the breached border uh, without being intercepted by Israeli troops is is something that uh, really has Israelis incensed. Uh, certainly uh, heads will roll at some point uh, in the political and military echelons for the security failing. But right now, Israelis are waiting to see whether their political and security leadership will uh, launch some kind of attack that will change the paradigm. Because you don't just want to put the jihadi genie back into the bottle and wait until the next round. Uh, the line has been crossed, and, and some Something has to happen to make sure that Hamas never even dreams of trying to commit another attack like this again. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I think uh, you said earlier that these terrorists were uh, in the communities killing people, gathering hostages, and then returning for upwards of four to five hours. How is that possible? They can do all that, and in five hours, that's a long time. Nobody there intercepted these folks. And I think you said earlier, too, correct me if I'm wrong, not only were they using paragliders, and you talked about the explosives, but there is a theory out there there was a cyber attack as well. Isn't that true? Yeah, correct. There's uh, unconfirmed reports that there may have been a cyber attack around 6 in the morning on IDF communications because there is 
there is low-tech surveillance in addition to high-tech surveillance. So how is it that, that individuals, even if you had less people there because it was 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning on a holiday, and even if some people were uh, repositioned into some hot into some flashpoints uh, in the northern Samaria, West Bank area uh, that might have left the, the border with less surveillance than usual still, how could it have been that uh, nobody knew? what was happening for, for so long. And, and it's not far away from these areas where Israel has Apache helicopters that can, you know, get to get, get to a scene and, and be, be shooting at terrorists in a short period of time. Uh, terrorists uh, took over Israeli tanks uh, and armored personnel carriers. And there's pictures of Israeli jeeps being driven by Hamas terrorists inside the Gaza Strip now. Uh, so, as you said, uh, there's, this was a highly coordinated attack, a massive intelligence failing and security failing. And, and the, the real question is, is Israel going to make amends right now and uh, restore deterrence in, in a very serious way? And I know, Alex, this is going to go back to Netanyahu when it should, right? He's the coach of the team. He's, he's the man in charge, as well as some of his other defense people. But are people on the streets of Jerusalem talking about the United States? Because while I hate to make it about politics, I have no choice. When Donald Trump was the president here, uh, Israel never had a bigger friend in the Oval Office than Donald. And since Joe Biden has taken over, forgetting about Ukraine, Russia, the possibility of China, Taiwan, 13 dead in Afghanistan. They could be using Afghan- the weapons we left there. Now you've got this issue in the Middle East. Are people in Jerusalem talking about maybe the failures politically here in the United States? Well, you're correct what you said. The, the Trump administration period was one of the quietest in Israel, and uh, certainly terror has uh, escalated in Israel since the Biden administration has been off in office. The Biden administration has made some very good statements uh, since this started, uh, pledging their support for Israel, also moving, uh, pledging to move an aircraft carrier uh, into the region and, and provide Israel with, with some weapon support. Yeah, but, but, but hold on, Alex. Isn't it too late? Isn't it too late? When Joe Biden loosens up the oil restrictions and then in a ridiculous hostage swap gives Iran $6 billion, who really cares what Biden says today? Well, that's correct. But, but what I want to do is to, to tell you that this is uh, this is decades of U.S. security and, and political failure here in the Middle East. You know, the, the idea that Israel should be making land concessions uh, to to rogue terror entities uh, and, and elevating them to the, the level of state actors and, and telling Israel that it should be uh, dividing its land in order to make peace. Remember that Israel, uh, on U.S. pressure, uh, withdrew completely from the Gaza Strip in 2005, 18 years ago. They removed all of their military infrastructure from the Strip. They uprooted 21 thriving Jewish communities with 8,500 citizens. And this was the first pilot of what an independent Palestinian entity could look like. And of course, the Gaza Strip was immediately overrun by Hamas, which now governs the Strip uh, on a political level as well. And they've turned, uh, they've turned Gaza Strip, which was a much quieter zone, uh, into a terror haven. And the Biden administration and other administrations, save the Trump administration, have been pushing Israel to make additional land concessions That's on right. Israel. Uh, you know, for, for years. And I think that the, the lesson that should be learned over here is that is that when Israel is actually in the territory, it makes it safer, not just for Israelis, but also for the Palestinians. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's right. Uh, Biden and Obama wanted to go back to 1967. Let's not forget. And Trump, uh, again, Israel's greatest friend. So this morning, uh, I know this for a fact, uh, Alex, that uh, just about everybody who is able, physically able, has now been called to serve young men, young women, uh, basically everybody in Israel this morning is serving, and I and I keep seeing pictures of young soldiers basically sleeping on the streets all night long as they continue their efforts to defend Israel. Is that right? Yeah, there's over 300,000 individuals called up uh, to active and reserve service right now, basically all of the eligible soldiers in the entire country. And, uh, you know, unlike Hamas, which is willing to see their soldiers die uh, in action, you know, these are fathers, brothers, uh, sons and daughters of families. And and you can't imagine the type of uh, pain and tension that is running through uh, the families of those that have loved ones that are are now called up knowing that they may be going, uh, you know, on foot into the highly booby-trapped Gaza Strip and potentially into southern Lebanon if it gets there as well. Uh, So, you know, it's it's a very, very tense situation uh, for Israelis, and and it does – it does actually put the, the political considerations uh, onto uh, onto the, the low flame, so to speak, because uh, you know we're, we're we need to we need to mobilize and, and do what we need to do. If this government does not uh, decide to take swift and decisive action, uh, I think there there could very well be uh, be heads rolling in the near future. My God. Alex Trayman is the CEO and Jerusalem Bureau Chief of the Jewish News Syndicate. He's an award-winning documentary filmmaker. He's an Israeli political commentator and syndicated columnist. You can find his work at JNS.org. All I can say, Alex, is please be safe. God bless you. This was a great conversation And I want to talk again maybe in a day or two. So be safe and be well. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you. Thanks so much, Sid. All right, Alex. Alex Trayman right there here on Sid and Friends in the Morning. We'll take a short break. Pray for Israel, folks. Pray for Israel. an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you, but don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.